Okay, hey y'all, I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And you're listening to another episode of Hue I Do. And this is actually a very special and different episode than anyone we've done before. And I'm super excited because it's all about girlfriends. And if you're listening to this, you should know what girlfriends is. Um, it's probably one of the best TV shows of um, our time, especially for Black women, of course, and like Black women of a certain age, late 20s, early 30s, kind of in this window. Um, So we have a few of our very favorite people here to talk to us about, um, or talk with us about girlfriends. So let's see, who wants to go first? Who wants to introduce themselves? Candace. <laughs> hey, y'all. It is me, Candace. Uh, I feel like I'm a friend of the podcast at this point. Um, owner of Coco Bride, um, bridal stylist, and wedding concierge. Hey. Yes, Candace, you're always on here. We are always asking you to come back to talk about whatever. <laughs> I'm happy to always come back, especially when I saw girlfriends. I feel like I've been training for this at this point. Yes. Yes. And side note, I can tell you're a losing weight girl. Oh, yes, your face is like yes, it's like slim. It's like is it yes, it's yes. You're gonna be all snatched for the honeymoon. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, let's see, Erica, you want to go next? Yeah, hello. I am Erica Hughes Burks. Um, I am a marketer, so I work in the DNI multicultural marketing space for Ally Financial. Um, I'm also a 2019 bride, so I'm super excited to be here today. Thank you. Thank you. And for those that are listening, FYI, Candace and Erica have been on the show before as brides. So go back, listen to their episodes after you listen to this one. But uh, Courtney Rose, you want to go next? Yes. Um, Thanks for having me back. My name is Courtney Rose Dantas. I am the owner and lead planner of Dantas & Co. Events, which is a wedding planning company based in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, And I previously recorded an episode um, talking all about multicultural and interracial weddings. So I'm excited to get into Girlfriend. Yay! And yes, we are recording this episode when that episode airs. So, you know, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, guys, please go back. And we have another guest that will be joining us a little later So um, we're just going to get started with all this good, juicy girlfriends talk um, by starting out with, okay, who was your favorite like growing up and who is your favorite now? So, so I'm going to chime in and I'm going to say, (laughs) I love Maya and partly because, I mean, I loved her when I was younger. Well, in high school. But yes, I love Maya and her personality and just the whole story and Jabari, even though, you know, Jabari would pop up every now and then. But yeah, that's what I loved. You could almost forget that like, Tony, uh, not Tony, Maya even had a child. Um, yes. These episodes, because it's like, girl, why are y'all always at Blue Bar? Where's Jabari? Don't he need help with homework? <laughs> like, <laughs> where is this baby? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. What think, about you, Candace? Um, my favorite growing up was Joan. 
because I felt mm-hmm. like she was always giving looks. I felt like she was like the Beyonce of the group. She held everybody together. She mm-hmm. was a lawyer. Now, Joan is trash. She is the worst friend. She is desperate. Now, my favorite is Maya. Maya, I think, is the most logical. She's the most yes. She got her husband back. So now, definitely Maya. <laughs> I agree with you so much. Oh, my gosh. I, I agree. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that, that was the same for me. My favorite growing up was Joan for the same reasons. Because younger, you're looking up to her. I, I aspired to be a professional. I was like, oh, she's doing it. She has her own place. She lives in L.A. She's doing, you know, doing the thing, all the things. And then looking back at her, I'm like, oh, my God, she was on this quest for something when she mm-hmm. had so much. And she was trying to find a man to, I guess, to define or to validate her, which we know is not important, like that she was making it seem. So I was like, oh, she's just confused and she's misguided. She wasn't a great friend. I think she also let Tony back into her life constantly and i'm like girl this is not your friend y'all frenemies like cut that relationship dead that and so there was so much about her that was layered and complex so i don't think that she's my favorite i think i i like maya too because maya was just so down to earth real you know sister girl right and then she leveled up you know at the by the end of the show she had her book and she was doing her thing. So I love her, her level of game as well. Completely agree. Yeah. Quite so nice. as others have shared, uh, back in the day, definitely loved Maya because she kept it 110% real all the time. Um, she called Tony out on her BS, uh, which was much needed in that group. And she doesn't get a lot of love, but watching the show back, I really appreciate Lynn. And she was a hot mess most of the time. <laughs> yes. But, <laughs> but when you look at her and how she just like genuinely interacted with everyone, she was a really kind and compassionate person. She cared deeply about like social justice issues. And I feel like she was always trying to bring everybody back together, like trying to restore the friend group um, when they were constantly at odds with each other. So you definitely need that friend in your life. I agree. For me growing up, I love Joan so much. I, oh my gosh, everything about Joan. And I think because like the show kind of is centered around her, I just was so kind of like, I don't know, kind of mesmerized by her because like we were saying, like she started out 29, had all this stuff kind of like she was very put together and like watching that at my age of what, like 13, I think, or like 12 or 14. I can't remember when the show first aired. That was like something that kind of aspired to be. And then now going through and like at my big age, I'm like... (laughs) Joan was a mess and she had so much like I I saw through all those flaws as a child like even when I was watching it in college I was like I loved and that's kind of where I am right now in the rewatch Joan and William like Joan and William were the couple for me in college because I was always like friends with the guy that I really really had a crush on so for me like that friendship turned into a relationship. I, I just loved it. 
especially because they had all those like little quirks and stuff like that now no um i think i pretty much appreciate them all kind of equally but like i think they're different like seasons where one is my favorite over the other like i'm kind of in this stage where like i kind of i don't mind tony right now because tony is like kind of level in this stage because she's realized like you know what i'm gonna be a mom and that's okay i could deal with that she's not selfish right now um but if i had to think of like overall maybe maya 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 maybe maybe lynn because like lynn never tried to be anything more than what she was and she still doesn't know what she is but that was kind of like you you saw kind of her evolution throughout time but like i like in 2020 lynn and maya for like i think different reasons i like lynn for that reason too like you guys said she stood she was just herself and Mm -hmm. she in all her glory and her weirdness she owned it in every season and uh she was socially conscious she was environmentally conscious she ate healthy like Right. You know, she did yoga. She did all the things that we're talking about, mental health and all of that stuff. She was real focused on that stuff. Back then, it looked weird or different because the times had not evolved. But Lynn was mm-hmm. a little bit ahead of her time in, in some episodes and everything. I completely agree. I think the show has aged very well. Like, there are a few things where, like, a comment here or there that's like, eh, we wouldn't necessarily say that in 2020. Um, because it's just not politically correct, but for the most part, like everything else is so like this show holds up so well for a show Mm -hmm. that aired in 2000, like 20 years ago when we were just teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. So when it came out on Netflix was the 20 year anniversary of when it aired. So it aired one year exactly before nine 11, which it's crazy that, like, in that first season, they talked about Hillary Clinton possibly being a president, mm-hmm. which, who was Hillary Clinton, like, in 2000? She That's was, true. like, the former president's wife. Like, I don't remember, it, but then again, also as a 13-year-old, I don't remember, like, political aspiration conversations yeah. about her. And, yeah, um, they talked about Enron as well. And I was like, back then, I didn't know anything about that. But, like, now, like, I know what happened, but I was like, oh, you know, I was telling right. Ashley, I think, last week, and I was like, a lot of the things that they talked about, I didn't understand back then, because I was young, yeah. you know, but now, as an adult, like, I'm like, oh, I got that. Okay, I know what they talked right. about, you know? So. Well, like all in, the- g- in general, no. the show completely hits different in your 30s. I, I'm yeah. in my 30s, and, like, the topics, I, I could not have fathomed those topics at 13 and 14 to understand right. the layers of their relationships with each other, their relationship with men, their how they viewed society, their place in the world. Like, it just hits so different. Every From every episode, I'm like, yes, girl, you know, we all had that struggle. Or I can, I have a friend going through the same thing, the marriage issues, like, all of this stuff that happens to you in life, it just hits so different now that we're older. And they really covered it all. Yeah. Um, And I think what you're saying about it it really hitting differently in your 30s than it did, you know, as a teenager is so true. Like, Maya dealing with 
fibroids. Um, yes. Uh, yes. Like I didn't even pay attention to that at the yeah. time when I watched it originally, but just think about all the women, you know, in your life um, who deal with that issue, black women in particular, um, and dealing with issues of like miscarriage and struggling to get pregnant and um, things like that, that were just, they went over my head completely at the time, but I can, you know, so deeply connect with those issues now. This show, oh my gosh, it's so great. I, um, seeing folks on Twitter talk about it as like, oh, I'm watching it for the first time. I'm like, where were you in this air? Like this show was on TV, not just for like three seasons. This show was on the air for like, what, eight years? Like, Mm -hmm. where were you? It was on UPN slash CW. Like that was a local channel. You could have, I don't know. I guess people were in different stages of their lives, but yeah, I, I, uh, I love this show so much, but anyway. Now that I'm married, yeah. the episode where uh, Maya and Darnell were going through like the divorce and everything, when Maya was just crying and everything, that hit so different now. I was just like, oh, yes. eight-year-old me didn't understand that. Yeah. Now, like the whole divorce and the cheating and all that, that whole like series of episodes was totally different now. Ooh, yes. Okay. So let's kind of like go into the different like relationships, marriages, weddings, all of that. So kind of to start the first wedding that we were introduced to on this show was Maya and Darnell's renewal. So that was season one. And let's see. So to kind of like frame it, I think at that time, what Maya reached out to Joan or maybe Joan just like her, cause she was probably just saying like, Oh, you know, I want to get remarried or whatever. Something had happened, I think on this like episode before, but I can't remember. And so Joan takes upon herself to be like, girl, I'm be your coordinator. I'm gonna do this. I'm playing the whole wedding. <laughs> And then basically was trying to like overimpose herself onto like Maya and Darnell and kind of like what their vision was for the wedding. Seeing that now kind of as I'm like two and a half weeks from my own wedding, I could appreciate that more. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I could appreciate like just even seeing that more in the fact that they're like getting married at home, which is what we're going to do. But anyway, um, like, do y'all remember, like, watching that growing up? Or, like, did y'all have, even in the rewatch, like, what were your thoughts around, like, that whole, that whole, I guess it was, like, an episode? Because I that think that's her when her mama, mm-hmm. that's when her mama was, like, now, nah, like, Joan. And she ain't, like, Joan ever since. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that episode because Joan basically was calling her family ghetto. Because her, mm-hmm. yeah. her cousin mm-hmm. made the dresses and they wanted, like, barbecue or something for the food i think that's the first time well not the first time but one of the first times i was like okay joan's a little off i mean she did that with every wedding but she definitely trying to live through maya and force everything on her i think she also had those emotions of wanting to do it herself and trying to battle or struggle with the fact that she, she it wasn't happening for her like she seemed to constantly talk about that checklist like she would refer to it quite a bit throughout the season i'm 29 i should have this i'm 33 and i should have this and so she was constantly checking the box on things that she should have and so the the especially that vow renewal the first one she was trying to throw herself on to maya because she wanted to be planning her own wedding and so instead of 
appreciating her for where she was at and helping her through it. Be a ghetto fabulous, you know, whatever. Let, let wear the purple dresses. It's fine. It's not your wedding, you know, walking in whatever it is. She was trying to throw herself into a, a position that she shouldn't have been in. Yeah, I think she said it was like, oh, this is the 14th time I'm a bridesmaid or something like that. So, you know, you could tell she obviously felt some kind of way about being in this lower grade of bridesmaid versus being the bride. And just throughout the entire episode found every possible way to make everything about herself. Um, and I literally, rewatching it, I wanted to claw through the television and and drag Joan when she still showed up at the wedding right. after she was told not to come, interrupted the wedding and found a way to like center herself in it. Um, so Joan, every every shake in my head, make it by herself. She made it by herself. Yes. Yeah. And the fact every that they single the time. whole thing over for her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yes. was like, that would have never happened in real life. <laughs> no. No. How was the door locked? Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. So after that, then we see kind of the evolution of William and Yvonne. Was it Yvonne or Yvonne? He said it was Yvonne. 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 But you know what? But she changed it towards the end and she was like yeah it's always been it's the opposite yeah he called her yvonne and then at the wedding she was like it's yvonne okay okay that's right that's right so re-watching that like i felt that like their real relationship granted i like i've never been in that type of relationship but the fact that like she basically changed who she was for him and she made so many compromises and I don't think he never appreciated it like even afterwards when he was like yeah I went to see her or whatever and she had gotten fat blah 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 blah. like I don't think William well one I think William was kind of (laughs) like I kind of hate him (laughs) in this rewatch like he's hilarious but also kind of like low-key sleazy and uh, I don't know but um anyway kind of back to them (sighs) i don't know tania help me out like he i actually like william even though he is what's the word like corny yeah he is corny (laughs) yes he is corny but he's smart corny like (laughs) like the fact that he made partner and everything like like he was on the come up basically yeah but it seemed like relationship wise he wasn't great as like a boyfriend like he didn't know how to be a boyfriend because even like in his relationship with joan the second they got together he was basically trying to smash and each other for five years and she was trying to make it like a three-month rule but he also agreed to it though too and then was all like well you know i didn't want to i didn't want to risk what we had that's why i said three months blah 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 but it's like you were joking about it like this, like the last like four episodes or whatever, like the course of your three months, like all you were trying to do was smash. And like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like, like the fact that Joan and William actually got together. Like I love them as friends. Either. As best yes. friends. Yeah. But like when no they were trying to, you know, be intimate, I like cringe. And I was like, Oh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen. Like each time. Agree. 
I was just like, Ugh, no. Because <laughs> he's not even fine. Well, that's like, what I was thinking. William was like a, a three or a two. And he pulled right. so many beautiful women right. on that yes. show. And it really is like almost sad to me to be a man. You just have to be successful. And you can be like a two or a three. And you get <laughs> these beautiful women fighting each other, fighting themselves to be with you. And he was not attractive at all. And his personality was kind of whack. And so, yeah, I was like, this is really whack that women can be fabulous and beautiful and amazing and successful and doing it. And you still struggling to find somebody. But here come this man and he a two with no personality and he pulling it all the fine chicks on the show. That You're right. Me. <laughs> You're so right. Oh, bothered me. The other oh thing gosh. that bothered me about the Joan William thing was that he always felt like, I, I can't remember actually how, what his age was in relation to everybody, but he felt like the little brother. And, you know, when they were in, when the writers were in the writing room on that one, they messed that one up. Cause I just felt like that was a line that, should not have been crossed. It felt very forced. Mm-hmm. Very forced. Yeah. Yeah. There were even a few episodes where, like, things were going fine with Joan and Tony, and then all of a sudden, like, Tony would do something, and Joan would, like, react so strongly to it. And I'm like, this... Was this building up this whole time? Because, like, the past, like, 16 episodes, y'all have been cool. Y'all have been kicking it. Y'all didn't have any problems. Like, y'all went to therapy. Y'all had the we fall down moment. And then oh, y'all been... I hate that. Oh, <laughs> I hated that church episode. So, it was so dramatic. I like, loved it. I cried. I hate it. Uh, episode one. Episode one, Tony brought Joan's ex-boyfriend to Joan's house for dinner. You try to sleep with her man. It was her birthday. You, you try to sleep with her man. They were the worst friends. And I'm like, y'all are crying in church over each other. Y'all are the worst friends ever. Their friendship was so trash. Yeah. Like, it really makes you say, like, if you if you have friends like those, you really don't need enemies. Their friendship, they had no real substance. It was the fact that, and, and maybe that hit on the point that, like, sometimes you just outgrow people in life. Yeah. They had known each other since very young, and they were living off those memories of growing up in Fresno and me helping you out and having a, a longstanding relationship. And, and sometimes friends only in your life for a season when a relationship has run its course, let it run its course and move on. But they were constantly trying to force to stay in each other's lives. And they, they just were not good friends to each other. Yeah. I think somebody said it like they very much so felt like frenemies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, if your so-called best friend would, you know, turn around and talk about you or, be actively working against you in your relationships the way that they both did, like how to sleep with just, your man in your house. Yeah, in your right. house. In your house. Do you, do you <laughs> think that jo- <laughs> that would have been it for me? Like you can't come back from that. Do you think though? So what was it? Because Joan had accidentally told Greg that Tony was engaged to mm-hmm. Doctor Clay. Do you think that was a true accident or do you think that was Joan? Because, you know, Joan was good for, like, sabotaging stuff just because I mean, but that's it's Joan not going to girl. I, like, I think that that wasn't her trying to be messy. 
It's just that it slipped out because as I'm watching all the seasons, like Joan, she always, but she can't keep a secret basically. She overshared. So, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I feel like that was just Joan just being Joan. But that whole situation was like messy. Like Tony shouldn't have gotten engaged. Like who gets engaged and your man is at home? Like y'all living together. Yeah. <laughs> but he was also broke. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get that, but she's yeah. He was real lame too. Yeah, but she was the one who took him in. Like she Mm -hmm. was the one who went back to him. Mm -hmm. Like, don't go back to a person and then get engaged to a whole new man while you're having an affair. Like, it's not even like, yeah. And then gave her an STD, but you know, but right. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's terrible. And she had the audacity to try to like really flip it on greg like she you did. gave me crabs so like how did i get this and it was like well actually i didn't and i was thinking how how did you really think this was going to like pan out like mm-hmm. did you really think it was him because you the doctor just wouldn't have been sleeping around like anyway um i think like most people's like the writing of how they all evolve made sense. But I think if anything, maybe Tony's doesn't make as much sense. Cause like season one, you really hated Tony. Like mm-hmm. they didn't give us a lot of reasons to like her at any, for any reason. But then over time she did become more likable. Like after she found Jesus or whatever, and kind of like went through her, I guess like post Greg and the breakup and all that stuff. Like she started to slowly become like just a little self-absorbed, but like funny. Cause she like make a little quip here or there, um, mess up Jabari's name a thousand I was times. About to say, that's why she's best friend. Cause she messed up his name for eight years straight. I mean, that was hilarious <laughs> though. They the were never, they actually the were friends though. The boo boo. Yeah. That was hilarious. Jungle gym. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> would you actually yes. consider them friends maya and and they tony became friends i think i think they became friends okay. they started confiding each other once they both were going through stuff early on no yeah but i think yeah. they became friends yeah and maya they, definitely hated him or hated her from jump yeah but i think they bonded more once tony gave birth to dang what's the baby's name morgan morgan yeah. And because Maya has a son, you know, I think they bonded um, with that. And then um, I think it was in season six, I think, when Tony went to court over mm-hmm. Morgan. And I think that, like, they became really, really close then. Because Joan was too focused on the restaurant at that point. So yeah. Joan was living whenever- her life. She, she was. Really was. She, she was out here. She Dating. was out here. Athlete, multiple guys at the same parties. time. Yes. Got her little Porsche. Mm. Like Joan mm-hmm. was feeling herself because Joan, I think at that point, Joan had probably always been jealous of Tony and like probably seeing, cause probably like Tony was probably just like a little, they're probably like both little ugly kids <laughs> in like elementary school, but then they go to college together <laughs> and they have to go Tony probably started feeling herself around high school, had a little glow up in college and then after that, like, probably started getting more attention from dudes, even though they might not have been, like, you know, it didn't pan out to anything or whatever. But, like, Joan was probably always jealous of her, especially from probably, like, high school, college on. So for her to have, like, 
finally reached her like Tony point in life, I think she just couldn't see, she couldn't focus. She couldn't be there for anybody else. She just wanted to have her moment and live that little moment um, and be out here. And like, it just, you know, she lost her friendship overall for that, which I mean, you know, I think Tony was also too demanding in that relationship though. Because Agreed. Joan would be like, oh, I have a date, but I've been watching the baby for three hours, and Tony would get mad, like, because she didn't have her husband. But that's not my responsibility. So I feel like they just weren't, I think they both were just looking for each other to do something wrong. Of all the relationships in the show, I think that was just the, the messiest one. True. So do you think that was kind of like when, so taking it to Insecure, when Molly mm-hmm. had put that back on Issa, yeah. After leaving uh uh Andrew and um old boy's place. Molly is just the new age um Tony. Somebody they, on Twitter said you know that mm, actually, I never realized but, that but somebody on Twitter, them together. Somebody on Twitter said that while we always compare hmm. Molly to Tony, we should really compare Molly to Joan because Joan was never fully happy for her friends that were successful. And once Issa did had her like successful little block party, Molly could never just like fully make that a moment for Issa. She, she mm-hmm. made that moment into a fight about, you know, like the whole thing with Andrew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I never would have put that together, but you're right. And she's a lawyer. So, like, maybe there were some, like, subtle kind of undertones because mm-hmm. Prentice Penny wrote on Girlfriends and, you know, he's the, what, like, the showrunner, whatever. He works on Insecure as well. So, hmm. like, there could be some ties there. Never put yeah. those two together, but I right. That, though. But there right? are some similarities. I think, too, it's, there are undertones that, you know, the more successful you are, the harder it is to maintain relationships, be it friendships, you know, um, romantic relationships, whatever those relationships may be, they kind of both allude to the fact that with success, there comes this struggle to figure out how you navigate your success with being in relationship with other people. Cause they, Tony right. and I mean, uh, Joan and Molly both have that at play for sure. Mm-hmm. And with a lot of money, they both, you know, make a lot of money or they appear to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so that brings a dynamic in your friendships, your romantic relationships that is just probably difficult to navigate. Very true. So did y'all have like a favorite person? I mean, I know Tania is like team Brock, but did y'all have a favorite person that like Joan was with? I did not like Ellis for sure. Really? Oh, did not like him. <sighs> Oh, he's trash. <laughs> I would say Aaron, who's like later towards the end. Um, yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Gosh, oh, what was yeah. the sex addict's name? Wait, um, who? The sex, the sex addict. Oh, the sex addict. Oh, Sean. Oh, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like Sean too. I like yeah. Sean um, and Aaron. I think Sean, besides, I think she should have maybe entertained New York or at least tried a little bit yes. more at work. She kind of jumped off the deep end when he mentioned even moving. She didn't really have a conversation. So what happened, I know all the early stuff with Joan and Davis. What happened towards the end of the series with them? Because that would have been, that's who I thought was perfect. He moved, he got a job in New York for like six months. And 
was like, we could do the long distance thing or whatever. And Wait, that she, was Davis? No, that was Sean. That was Sean. Wait. Davis owned you the said Davis? Early, early on. Yeah, Davis. Oh, oh Davis. It never worked yeah. out. Like It was just the timing for them. The timing. That's the one I would have wanted to yeah. be with Joan. Because I feel like they were, bo- they were both feeling each other. And he had Ava. She had Sean. They had like kind of cheated, but nothing really happened beyond that. And then they saw each other at the movies mm-hmm. like mm. years ago. And she was just like, you know, I'm just feeling good being by myself. I was thinking, no, you're not. No, you are not. Like, <laughs> you can enjoy this movie later, but you could also have dinner with him tomorrow. What are we like? And especially right. as your friend, you're just catching up. Well, like why why couldn't you well, I thought they ended up going out to eat but then they did and then she was like but if I leave right now I could like make it to the like 8 o'clock showing of this movie self sabotage <laughs> I'm like girl do you want a man or not right no <laughs> hey Ashley <laughs> I'm scared to talk no come on in come on in Ashley so who okay what, the question that was asked before you hopped on was who was your favorite person for Joan? Like, favorite relationship through all that, if any? Probably William. I don't know why. I, guess <laughs> I don't know. I, really? <laughs> I just, I thought they were cute together. Who was the last yeah. dude that she was with? What was his name, though? Aaron. Aaron. Maybe him, too. But um, I kind of, I thought her and William were cute. It was funny to me when they were together. <laughs> Yeah, nobody agrees. Pick it, y'all. <laughs> like I was telling them earlier, like when they tried to get intimate, I was like, "Oh, please don't do it. Please don't do it," because I couldn't, I couldn't see them. You know, it was yeah. funny. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I like, did I like the last dude that she was with, though. Yeah, who, who was the actor that played him? What's his name from? Why did I? Not why did I get married? Yeah, why did I get married? The one that uh, was oh, dating yeah. Jill Scott. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't um, know what his real name is. <laughs> um, um, oh, I can't. Not Richard it. T. Jones. Is it Richard T. Jones? Actually, um, I think that is it. Hold up. I'm no, looking wait. it up right now. Because I love him because he was in the wood and all kind of. I love him, but I think. He was in the wood, Richard? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Richard wood. T. Jones. It is Richard yeah. T. Jones. Yeah, yeah I think name. he's so underrated. But yeah, I like them together, but probably because I like him, so. And he actually like did that whole big proposal for Joan mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. built that house and oh yeah <laughs> he wasn't afraid of her like but then he had to get shipped off to Afghanistan right isn't that what happened with him I think I'm, so I don't know I'm not there yet on seven I, seven I haven't got <laughs> yeah he did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> oh. I'm just yeah I'm not there yet either in the rewatch I'm just. Like, I remember he disappears, and then the they have the writer strike, and then the show just ended. It just literally just went away. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Let's uh, go back a little bit. So, let's talk about Maya and Stan. Uh. <laughs> okay. So... I think that's why that was a good situation, though, because it was very realistic. Yeah. Like, a work husband or, you know, right. technically you're not doing something wrong, but you know if your man knew, he probably would be like, um, now it got weird when he was showing about the house. That's when I was like, just that's tell so him, because this man is now in your house. That's where she went wrong, when she didn't yeah. say it then. 
And she should have cut it off at that point or, mm -hmm. you know, stopped it because once somebody, you realize the levels to their crazy. Like if somebody can come in yeah. and hang out with your husband, then you, you have to be like, something is off with him. The levels to his crazy is too much that I want to get involved with. So this is at, at the point where I stopped talking to him is what should have happened. And you come mm -hmm. clean. And you come clean. Yes. Besides mm -hmm. that. Yes. You got to come clean as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think they should have, like, she should have cut it off before they had the little kiss? Because at that point, that's when she was like, oh, wait, this is wrong. I shouldn't be doing this. Only because he didn't know how to kiss. I feel like the minute you have to lie about what you're doing is when you need to stop doing it. So even if you are just going to lunch, if you can't tell him who you're going to lunch with, then it's wrong. Yeah, true. I agree with that. Because yeah. they were always yeah. kicking it with William, and I'm sure like Darnell was probably very familiar with that name. So like, if she would have just been like, "Oh, Stan," you know, but kind of made it friend. seem like, because the way Maya kind of set that up was like, "Oh, I think my Joan, Joan and Stan, this could work out." But then she straight like almost broke into Joan's house when they actually went on that date, mm -hmm. and they seemed to like actually like each other. And so she just had to like dip that because Maya caught feelings. Ooh, that episode though, when he found out, oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. That was heavier. So much. There was so much in that episode. Oh my gosh. I think that episode was like one of my favorites because so he finds out through the little voicemail, but also in that episode, Sean came back from new york and was like i'm engaged and so mm. joan's like oh well we can't be together okay whatever blah 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 and then runs into him and the little girl at the restaurant and finds out he's not engaged he just didn't want to be with joan no more <laughs> and wait, i'm thinking wait, who was she with like she was with someone when she broke it off with um she was with um the dude that got her um on ecstasy around rico yes. the Tyreek, guy chris Yes. From the mailroom. DJ. Mm. Yes. Yeah. She was with him because they were about, she was about to give it up to him. And it's then called. Sean calls and she's like, never mind. Um, I'm actually, you know, my boyfriend's back. So we're good. We're, mm -hmm. This is over. And then straight goes over to his house afterwards and was all like, um, I just need him right now. Like I'm weak. He wants me. And I, I never feel, yeah. That's why I was mad she gave William the three-month rule because she didn't really follow with anybody else. Mm. She didn't. So why now with the one person you probably actually can trust, are you now like, we actually got to wait 90 days? Because she was ready to have, she was ready to sleep with Chris in the car. Yeah. It was just. She probably almost slept with him when they got busted uh, outside. When right. they like uh, broke into that park or wherever. Mm -hmm. or, and she got arrested. I don't know. Right. So much. Ooh. Joan, Joan, Joan. Okay. Let's talk about Tony and Todd. <laughs> uh, Courtney Rose. Let's talk about Tony and Todd. <laughs> right, I, I, right. I don't like how their relationship <laughs> ended. Like, I liked them together. So the way, like, they split up, I, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. I think there was a lot of... The, the, the actual foundation of the relationship was, was cracked from yeah. the beginning right mm -hmm. because they were both lying true um about who they really who they really were yeah 
Tony had this image of Todd in in her mind as being very successful and being able to create this life that she had always dreamed of. And then we find out that Todd's broke. Right. But why was that not brought up beforehand, (laughs) though? Like, because she just wanted to get married. She wasn't. She just wants to get married, and she she saw his profession, and she perceived dollar signs. And I mean, obviously, he wasn't transparent with his pockets and they uh, they didn't go to premarital and they didn't I don't know what happened with their relationship but it's just like she saw and she wasn't in it for pure intentions I guess so she was only in it for the status that she thought he could provide or the money and so she probably overlooked signs because there had to be signs that he did not live up to the lifestyle that she thought he he had she just maybe yeah. or didn't pay attention because in her head, she had found the image of what she wanted to be with. Because I'm like, he couldn't have been broken. You just, there was nothing to allude to the fact that he was broke. Girl, don't you look at his mail sitting on the counter? Like, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't <laughs> going through stuff, but like, you're perceptive. You should be able to pick up on different right. things. So, I don't right. know. Their marriage was very surface. Yeah. 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 Well, she thought he was rich. That's all he needed. There was no doubt, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they really had so many conversations when they were married that was like, y'all should have discussed this a minute ago. But but exactly. But like how we talk about how Joan is always so pressed to get married. Tony was just as pressed. It just came off differently because she wasn't just talking about it all the time. But whenever she got into a relationship, she was skipping past like very obvious like issues just i think for the angle but like okay hold up todd never cheated on tony but they made that like i'm trying to figure out like why did tony really think that like this man cheated on her like that was such a big thing she for like so many episodes problem mm-hmm. yeah i think it was, was her trying to put the blame on him mm-hmm. right okay because that i I could not like wrap my head around that because I'm like, you just see her, him eating with this like coworker at lunch. You like, you run into her, both of them. He seems to be like real cool, like, oh, this is my coworker, blah, 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 blah. And in your mind, you've already spiraled into an affair. Like, I felt like there was a backstory about his, her daddy cheating on her mom that like we never got that or something. Because I, I know of folks that have like, had that same fear but it was based on like something that happened in their family right so for her to just go from like zero to ten that threw me off um let's see who else lynn and savad (sighs) they started the episode with lynn curving common for him (laughs) (laughs) and also common poem that he did about lynn I remember that when it first aired, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't know if I should be watching this. And I'm like, 10. That whole, because he was celibate. Tabat was celibate. Yeah. I respected that Lynn at least was going to try to make it work. I mean, she hinted at, you know, doing something a lot, but based on who she was, I was surprised they even got as far as, as they did. Yeah, because they were together almost a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her hinting was hilarious, though. It was very loud hints. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She was ready. <laughs> she was ready. Okay. What was the thing, though? Like, the piercing. Oh, okay. That's the only thing I could assume. 
But then Maya said Darnell has two of those. So I'm like, what could that be? It has to be yes. a or a piercing. Okay. That's the only thing I could think. Yeah, because I, like, all the other innuendos, like, throughout the show, I was like, oh, okay, I could actually put two and two together. I'm, I'm an adult now. I know what that means. But that one, I was like, wait, what's the thing? At first, like, growing up, I think I thought it was like, uh, um, like, he had a hook. But um, then I was like, well, if Darnell has two. <laughs> it has to be a piercing. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm but, laughing at Tania. Every time she freezes. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it makes her so My right. internet connection is going through something right now, so <laughs> I apologize. It's all good. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. What else has happened on the show? With Todd what about Monica? Tony? Oh, okay. with Todd oh yeah. I thought it was really weird that they did so many episodes, like with Joan and the wedding dress episode, and the friend come back from college who had AIDS and all these. <gasps> First of yes. all, the only person who can make somebody else having AIDS about her. Yes. Oh my. Saved me. I'm like, wait, that's not about you. Oh my gosh! And, but like, that was the only reason to justify why she liked that woman because before she hated her so much for taking her hoogie away from her, and it was like, yeah, he was actually on the down low. But I feel like I thought it was weird they did a lot of build up to the wedding, but I feel like we didn't see a lot of the wedding. It was everything around it. Yeah, but we didn't see like I wanted a wedding episode as much build up as they did. We didn't actually get to see the wedding, which I thought was very weird. That is true. We saw kind of like the aftermath of it. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't really I didn't see think about that. a lot of like the bridal activities. I mean, like, of course we saw like the, like, I guess like when they were in the living room um, and Lynn and Maya, they were reenacting. Um, what's the movie? Um, they were just playing a game. Yeah, they were playing a game, but Maya was acting like Angela Bassett. But because that was, like, that's all who she was. Yeah. Like, Tony had them beat particular people and just act them out. Yeah, but, like, we didn't see any, like, any bachelorette party. We didn't yeah. see, like, a bridal shower. Oh, that's true. Like, we barely even saw all of her bridesmaids. I mean, of course, her sisters were in it, but um, yeah. there that was another true. person up there that I didn't see. Yeah. When Monica and William got married, I feel like they took us through, like, we went through a little bit more yeah. we wedding. We, I just thought they did Tony and Todd's wedding weird for it to be the first real wedding. Cause up until then, everybody had like gotten married in Maya's mama's house or, <laughs> or got married in Joan's house. Right. I why William and um, Yvonne got married at Joan's house. Yeah, they did. And Joan's, ho- and Joan's house wasn't that big. Yeah, like Joan had like a nice house or whatever for, I guess Her house. what it was, but like, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, she had a bungalow. You know, William she didn't have bought a, a house. <laughs> William bought a big old house with a jacuzzi. So I was like, why are they getting married at Joan's house? And you got money to just buy a house. That's right. Oh, well, it was because he did buy that house before they got married. Surprise mm. with it. Yeah. Ooh. Would you be happy with a surprise house? Yes. I would. Absolutely. Ashley, no? No. Mm-mm. I have to I, I I need to help pick out stuff like my kitchen yeah. and like if I want Jack and Jill bathrooms like I know I, I need to help but you know what but I think well in that case William didn't talk to Yvonne about it but um but I know me and like the conversations that I have with my significant other 
like he knows exactly what I want, right. you know? And so I feel like if you communicate with your partner, then if he buys it, then obviously it's going to be something that you like as well. Right. But I understand if you have like a type A type personality, cause then you like, you want to be there. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know what I want. Like I may think I like this, and then I'm like, well, no, let me see, you know, let me see the yeah, subway towel. So, right. like, like my husband and I, we always talk about, you know, when we buy another house, you know, I want a wraparound porch and he has to make sure he has his basement. So those things, but, you know, like, how big is the island in the kitchen? And so, and so you know, so, but again, mm-hmm. I'm extra, so. I could appreciate the gesture, though. I would at least. Yeah. Yes. Gesture. Did yeah. you close on it yet? Or can yeah. we? Take like, right. house, house money is good. Don't buy like, the but the money is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> let's be in due diligence before, like, you show me this house. Because if we need to, like, back out, there's still time right. to don't back out. It. Just show it to me. Say, I'm thinking about, we can get this house. I picked it out, but don't close on it. Right. It was just because she had quit her job and all this other stuff that he had kind of took control of. Yeah, no. she didn't want to be kept, I think, was the... Girl, yeah. can't wait. Exactly. Now, <laughs> would you all quit your job for your man? No. No. Well, it depends on how much money. Are we talking about my current husband? Or are we talking about hypothetically? Let me backtrack. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's like set up the situation here. Well, I need more context. <laughs> I mean, hypothetically speaking, if he was William. Now, we all know that, mm. you know, a lot of us didn't really care too much for William. But if he was William in a different body and, you know, not corny and everything. <laughs> like, a different yeah, be all, William. A whole different <laughs> William. Is William going to stay at his job? Huh? Is William going to stay at his job? Because, you yeah. know, he's going through the highs and lows of he didn't know if he wanted it to be at the firm or not. So, right. Yeah, but I feel like y'all are going now that he may see your partner. Like, would y'all leave your job? <laughs> oh, before photography, yes. I just wanted a reason, so yes. <laughs> would I stop taking pictures? Probably not. But before, yes, I would. I think I would under the understanding that, like, I would do something that would let me like work from home. I could just. Yeah. And wash your drawers and cook. It would be like, yeah. job, and you can start that online. Like, I'd be one of those housewives that, like, has a job, but it's kind of my passion job. Okay. Yeah. Whether it makes yeah. money or not doesn't matter, but it's what I like to do. But I can't literally just, like, sit at home and twiddle my thumbs. Yeah, I feel that. Same here. Erica. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going back and forth <laughs> because I love having a career, and I love being in a career, and I feel like I get to live out my purpose through the work that I do, through the people that I touch, to the, through the kids that I mentor and all of that. So I, I love working and I love being in corporate. I love doing the things that I do. So even if I stopped doing that, because I mean, sometimes, you know, it gets on my nerves, but even if I stopped it and I was able to do something, a side job, I would feel like I'm not using my talents to the best of my ability. And so that probably would be an internal struggle for me is like, how do I make sure that I'm doing what I was put on this earth to do? And I don't think that that for me is not to just be a wife, right. you know, that I don't think yeah. my purpose, maybe some people it is to me, I, I have so much more to offer the world. So it would be a struggle no matter what, unless he was like, 
LeBron James. And, you know, and he was <laughs> on the way to a billionaire. And, like, that would be a whole different conversation. But outside of that, it would be difficult for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I felt like that at the beginning of quarantine because my husband was going to work, but my job had closed down. And by, like, day four, I was like, I have to do something. I'm going to lose my mind if I don't do something productive. So I know I couldn't just sit at home. Yeah. How about you, Courtney? Yeah, I think I'm in agreement with um, all of you. It would be very hard for me to completely walk away from, you know, the business that I've built. Like, we'd we'd have to be talking about some serious, some serious cash, Mm -hmm. you know, and a serious house. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know. For me, like, I would still have to have my own something because. I don't know if it's like the fact that I was raised by a single mom, like I need to have my own, my own kind of like not an escape plan, but like, I don't want him to ever be like, this is my money. Well, that's why my prenup would have to be bulletproof. If you want me to quit my job, that prenup (laughs) is going to be, and I would still be putting money aside every month. And so yeah. you might tell me, I'm like, yes. she had yes. half a million. I'm like, this yeah. is an account. Like, that was like her Fresno fund. Like, mm-hmm. Kelly Pitts on the game said yeah, she had yeah. money mm-hmm. on the side, too. That's mm-hmm. part of why her and Jason, like, I think got a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, okay. Um, so let's circle back to Ellis. The whole way they started, the whole way they met should have been a sign that they don't need to even, like, continue down this path. But I know Tania's team Brock, so would they have would she have met Brock if it weren't for Ellis? You think? I don't know. But Yeah, I, don't I think know. so. I think so because uh the way that Brock and Joan met, like it was raining and you know, she Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I think they would have met. I mean they were destined to meet. What were they that? he didn't want kids and she does. Yeah. That's fine. You can get. You can fix that. Yeah. See, Candace is with me. <laughs> I think that should though because they said I love you the day they met, and I'm like, Joan you don't find that. With him, but she said three. Like, what is this three month rule that you never stick to? <laughs> That's true. That's they said true. I love you within like twelve hours of meeting each other. Yeah. <laughs> Enchanted love. I feel like they like this core of friends, but mostly Joan were not necessarily fickle, but like the slightest thing would like send them on a certain path. Mm -hmm. So like Maya could be talking about something she read in a book and like, she was talking about the enchanted love. And so then Joan was just fixated on enchanted love. Whereas like they had just gotten through all that mess with Tony in the wedding, like her and Ellis, like they had finally gotten to a decent point where things weren't chaotic in their life. And here come Brock and they have a little Kiki under the awning cause her shoes got wet. And then they happen to run into each other again at the little restaurant, like what a few hours later. Mm-hmm. So then, and then he had to take her to see the producers or whatever it was because Ellis had the, the director meeting. So it was like, I don't know. Like if Maya wasn't talking about enchanted love, would she have even like gone down this rabbit hole or would she have just been fine with Ellis? Cause Ellis gave her nothing but hell for like the first year, basically like that relationship just seemed like a lot of work. Like she was in it only because she felt like she had to be in it. That's my takeaway from it. I mean, Especially I feel like I feel vice like, versa. 
they both gave each other hell. Well, well I yeah. think she probably, too, there was a certain level of celebrity that he had. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. That when it, with fame and with power, what women do or what people do when you're, you're attached to fame and power completely changes the game, right? So I think True. that she wanted, she wanted, you know, everyone wants to live a certain lifestyle. And so she saw the ability to live beyond, even because she was already successful, she already had money, right? But she didn't have fame and power, which he had. And so it seems like that ability to live a lifestyle was so intriguing to her that her standards or whatever she had kind of went by the wayside because she was willing to do more for that relationship. Mm-hmm. That is true. I, I forgot about the, um, the movie premiere episode. The movie premiere. Mm-hmm. And like they told <laughs> her sad. she couldn't walk the red carpet and she... <laughs> and they were sitting on top of each other in this thing. The level of thirst that Joan showed just to be with a man yes. really is really sad to watch. But like, it's realistic, though. I mean, but I'm like, y'all sitting on top of each other, and he ditches you for the party. Like, she just would be like, okay, just to have a man. But I'm just seeing worse. I've, like I've definitely seen worse. So. Oh, I do. Yeah. You know, it's realistic. This show reminds me of, like, some of my friends that, you see them like very accomplished in their fields. They're making great money. They're doing stuff, but they are still like settling in some instance. I mean, most of them have now kind of like gone past that, but seeing them like at certain stages of their life, like maybe a year or two ago where it's like, you don't need him. (laughs) Like you don't need to settle for this guy. Like, why are y'all, why are you going through this? You don't have to, like, you have a PhD or you're a lawyer or like, you're making six figures. Like, why are you settling for this? But that, I guess that's one realistic. um, Struggle love is popular now. It is. No, thank you. It is is the thing. Right. Well, yeah, it's the thing. Michelle Obama, she had a podcast with Conan O'Brien, and she talked about the fact that, you know, she wishes that society raised women to want to find themselves and build themselves like it doesn't. Mm. And I think when she said that, I think it's so true because men are so focused on, you know, building themselves, being who they are, living in their purpose, being selfish, doing their thing. And women are so focused on finding a man, right? And yeah. so it's like, if you actually had the foresight to think about building yourself, you wouldn't settle as much because the man wouldn't be so important to your life as it is to so many women. And so when you feel like, oh my God, I'm 30 and I don't have a man, you end up settling for what the first man that comes along because you feel like you're incomplete without that because society has told you, you know, you grow up and you get married and you have a man. Or really it's just to have the wedding because it's not even society doesn't talk about marriage and the things that go along with marriage. Mm-hmm. It just talks about the wedding. And so I think that is probably such a big problem with women settling. Cause you feel like, Oh my God, I'm 35, I'm 40, I'm 30, whatever that age is. Now I have to find a man because my clock is ticking. I can't have babies and yada, yada, yada. You get pressure. And so you find the first Tom, Dick and Harry who comes along and like, you, he's, he's trash, you know? Can I ask a question, though? What about on the other side of that spectrum, right, with uh, women who are very particular, very specific about who they choose as their partner, right? And, like, 
I don't know if we saw that. So maybe we maybe saw this the most with like Tony on the show being very selective. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, what do we tell those women like about, you know, not trying to like get the whole list, but I think the list is still, I think the list is important to an extent because sometimes women don't even have, like they don't evaluate past relationships so to know what went wrong and what went right or like what those red flags are i think establishing a basic list of like these are the general characteristics that i want so that when you see it you might be able to connect it a little bit more or when you don't see it but not being so detailed to the point where it's like he has to be a hundred percent of this or else it's nothing at all like i remember like before i met ed i had a quote-unquote like list or whatever and one of the things on there was like you know having like multiple things to do not saying like oh gotta be successful and like you know like always jetting off somewhere but like having a level of like productivity to himself where it's not like you know, it's Saturday and you're just sitting at the house all the time because you don't have anything else going for you. And so when I first met Ed and like maybe the first like month we were talking, he wasn't available for, I mean, like we had met or whatever, but like after that, he didn't have a whole lot of like downtime because he had already planned out his calendar for that month. Like he already had other obligations and things to do. And I had to realize that like, oh, one of the things on my list was like someone that, kind of had you know his own thing going on and like this is actually what it looks like someone that's not just sitting around waiting or like pining or whatever so I think like to an extent having a list is good but not not like there's a fine line I, yeah. I, I think there's a fine line I think wanting somebody who has whose values align with yours and who you feel as though you could spend your life with and you know that if you want to have kids they want to have kids you have similar religions you believe the same thing you know you you both want to travel or do or things like that or you know wanting a family actually wanting a family structure actually wanting to be honest those are things are important so if you're committed to those things then i don't have a problem with the list because i think those are the things that are important now, if you saying like he got to be six nine, and you know the stuff you would say in high school, right? And he got to be fine, and he got to have a six pack, and you know all <laughs> that stuff. I think it's like, come on, y'all. At this point, we're not focused on that type of list, but you have to be focused on values, commitment, structure, and things that help you build a lasting relationship. Yeah, I think it has to make sense because, like Tony had, there's one episode where she wouldn't even talk to the guy because she said he was too dark yes or like tony would have i think your list you have to have what's on your list because tony had a list and she wanted this rich guy but the whole time tony's getting fired from her job so it's like tony didn't have herself together but she's actually right and i'm like well girl you're not even ready for when you meet this list Mm -hmm. which is why always fell apart because they weren't even they didn't even match their list and they were seeking something they couldn't handle I forgot True. about that when she said it was too, too dark. Oh, that's why I hated when she would talk about Todd and like, oh, I got your only good hair grandbaby and I can't have no yeah. darky kids. I was just like, oh, now but she had a lot. Of, she had a lot of internalized issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that episode is a lot bigger now than mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> when her mama yeah, made the was. comment about the United Nations, she was like, now we can't have a whole United Nations family now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah. Things wouldn't go over well now. Yeah. 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 But for, can we talk about how Mara Brockakill did a good job casting women from all shades? Like you saw all yeah. the melanin, all the tone. And even back 20 years ago, before Dark Skin was in, you know, when right. that was not a thing, especially on TV as much, she cast two dark skinned women, two brown women. And so you saw yes. the, the extent of the rainbow. I think that was beautiful just seeing uh-huh. even that now i was like oh my god this is so beautiful to see all the shades and the women represented i think they do color with skin tone representation i will say i wish they had somebody that was a little meaty, size. a little darker a little mm-hmm. like for joan to be the one who got all the big butt jokes i'm like joan is the thick one she's skinny yeah, yeah. They you know what in the beginning she was really skinny but then as time went on her butt grew but she was still thin. There was nobody who was like still, five, yeah. 12. Yeah. It was still like a model size on the show. That's true. That's and I'm true. Trying to think, did they have any like friends outside of the group that they would put on that were heavy? I don't think. Oh. Mm-mm. The only one we saw who was maybe me was like Yvonne. Yvonne. Jill yeah. Scott was on. Then, oh, yeah. Jill Scott. Um, oh, yeah. William made about Yvonne getting fat. Yeah. Jill Scott was probably the really only person who wasn't like a size four and under mm-hmm. that we ever saw as like a love interest. Yeah, because Monica, she was uh, like around their size as well. So yeah, she was petite. Yeah, mm-hmm. petite, which makes sense for them. That was a look then, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. in hindsight. Oh, and, you know, back I then, didn't I think, think we were so happy just to have black people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were thinking like <laughs> beyond that. Uh-huh. Even watching all those shows, like even watching Moesha. They make so many fat jokes about Kim and Kim is yes. 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 every episode yes. a fat joke. Moesha really is one of those shows when I look back, I'm like, she was trash. Like, yeah. Yeah. Moesha was yes. pure trash. But back then it was like the best thing ever. But Moesha yeah. was yeah. the best thing ever growing up. Now, she yes. really was awful. And she I cringe watching and I I watched all of them and I I have cringed several times. I haven't watched it. I watched every episode. Watch it. Like, it's too. a big difference. It's a big I difference. I need to go back. Oh. It's so bad. Moesha, like, I didn't realize how bad Moesha was. Like yeah. Moesha was all like Moesha was very smart, but she was always getting into something like always doing always, yeah from D disrespecting D to yes. sneaking out the house. Do y'all remember the episode where Kim went to try out for the cheerleading? Oh yes. my yes. and, yes. and, and she got mad because she didn't make it, and she was like, "Yo, booty need to go on a diet." And I was, I was like, "Oh my god!" All the week, she every episode. So mm-hmm. I feel like that was just a time where. We just had a whole lot of body issues. Mm-hmm. Exercise. Yes. yes, she was literally a size ten, and they called her fat. Yeah, she was not fat at she all. Not at all. Not at oh all. Oh my yeah. gosh! Ooh. But there were a lot of weddings on the show. I haven't gotten to Monica and Williams' wedding. Mo- okay, let's talk about the them though, real quick, because I remember like growing up thinking like Monica was the worst thing, and like in hindsight, I still don't care for Monica as much. Like in the earlier years, right. But actually, I'm not too upset. I feel like I know some folks kind of like her that are like, you know what? Th- Monica is, I think, a more successful version of who Tony thought she was in terms of like the type of man that she was trying to go after. But Monica like came for money and knew like, okay, I need a certain man in like 
like my list looks like success has this is about to do this blah 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 so i could help groom him to become all that he can be so she like was very comfortable in knowing she would be the trophy wife but the trophy wife that is going to help you grow your brand and your success and all that like a vanessa bryant type or something like that right um but like back then we she just came off as like oh she's a gold digger and i'm like no i don't think she's a gold digger per se because she had her own money Mm -hmm. i just think she wanted to yeah she just was in (laughs) love with i think what she could make him into you know i don't think she really you know was that into william the man per se no it could have been anyone else Mm-hmm. Like anybody else with those same characteristics, because when she first met him, he was still a junior partner. Mm-hmm. And then when he quit his job, he didn't even have like the decency to be able to tell her. And then he tells her like when they're in Italy, and she's like, oh, "Okay, well, bye." <laughs> like I'm, I'm good. I'm just gonna leave like right now. Wouldn't that upset you too, though? You flew me all the way out here, and I've been yeah. lying about having a job this whole time. <laughs> But you also just flew me out of Italy, so... Probably on your credit card, because you probably broke because you quit your job. But he had a certain amount of money to, for her to even be and interested saving. in him, to yeah. yeah. But he was now to go to work. He did. <laughs> and he was, he was straight going to that restaurant they went to, like, every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sorry, I love William. I, that was so funny to me. <laughs> I liked Monica. I do. I think she had. I think she had a vision. She knew what she wanted. I was confused because they kept going. She kept popping back up, and I'm like, okay, she's back again. And yeah. In New York, and now she's back again. And now she wouldn't go away. I felt like she, the writers were running out of like stuff for William, and they were like, let's bring Monica back. That's right. Because she just kept <laughs> popping up, and I'm like, what's her purpose here? But I, I, I like her as a person. I didn't like her as a person in the beginning. I didn't like her either. In the beginning. Yeah, in, like, the in the beginning. beginning yeah. Towards like the end of things, I like I grew to like her. Um, but I also think that as Joan, Maya, and Lynn became friends with her, I think my love for her grew as well. She they softened her up. Mm-hmm. Because she was a replacement, Tony. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. She softened. They softened her image a little bit. And once she developed into the friend circle, I saw her differently. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I didn't like how she was alienating um, William from the girls. Not at first. I didn't mind that. Really? No. I like I get it. I feel like because they didn't, I don't know. I, I get what she saw as far as like not motivating you, um, encouraging you, quitting your job, encouraging you not doing your work. This yeah. one don't have a job and is like couch hopping. These are not the people you need to surround yourself with because <laughs> you got a lot going on if you're trying to grow in your career. And they're That's not true. Yeah. They weren't promoting him to be better. They were just kind of around. That is very true. Well, I get That's it. That's true. <laughs> Look, it sounds like I probably alienated some friends myself. <laughs> <laughs> there was one episode I kind of felt away about because I was conflicted. And that was when, um, like, William had gotten first chair on some, like, big case. And he was like, Joan was going to be his second chair. And they had already like, oh, okay, this going to happen, blah, 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 blah. And then so Joan comes in, they're eating. They're at that little restaurant they were always at. So I, I love the fact that they were always at a restaurant eating. But anyway, um, they, 
like Joan comes in and Maya, I mean, not Maya, Monica and William are talking and Monica excuses herself because she knows that like William needs to tell Joan that like, he's just going to take this case on his own. He doesn't need a chair at all, even though Joan's already started doing all the work for it. And so I felt away because I was like, dang, you know, like, he had already promised her that, like, yes, we're going to do this together. And because, like, in the previous episodes where you saw them at work, like, in the first seasons, um, you saw that, like, he, like, they had a, he was obviously, like, a black man at work and she was a black woman at work. And you could see how, like, they were treated differently. So I felt like this was kind of his way of like helping both of them come up. So for him to be like, nah, actually I'm going to do this on my own. That kind of hurt a little bit, but then for her to kind of come around and was like, actually I went straight to Sweetelson and said this and we settled. So I liked how that kind of like turned around and kind of like got your ass at the end. But (laughs) um, (laughs) I did kind of feel away only because it's like, you're a black woman at work. You're trying so hard. You do. Well, I don't know how much, Hard, how hard Joan was really hard. working. Yeah, Joan was Joan was showing up to work on time. <laughs> I feel like Monica saw that. That's why I didn't. It was I wasn't bothered by that. And then anything like that, yeah. like William's fault. That's William's place to be like, hey, this is my friend. She's gonna be on the case with me, right? Because he could have like shut some of that stuff down. Mm-hmm. He let her, but he yeah, he gave her a lot of string kind of early. But mm-hmm. I mean, they got married, so it worked out eventually. In the end, it had to. Um, mm, who else? Is that it? <laughs> it was so cool. I mean, William and Lynn got married, which is weird. That's oh right. God. That was like a joke. As a competition. Because he just wanted to beat Joan. But they did actually sleep together. Yeah, that's true. And that goes back to my earlier point. It was William being a two or three, but he pulled everybody. <laughs> like, it really bothered me. I really pulled everybody. But I really feel like Lynn only slept with him only because Yvonne, Yvonne, whatever, told everybody that he had a big dick. Mm-hmm. And she did that documentary and she had she did a video of it. Lynn did a video of it. So she That's saw right. It. That's right. So that was just weird. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was, but with their relationship, I didn't cringe as much as I did with Joan and William. Mm -hmm. Me neither, because it didn't feel like it was a relationship. Well, it wasn't. It it wasn't, yeah. They were just satisfying a need. Um, They had more chemistry than Joan and William to me. They they did. They wouldn't even hold hands. The one time they did hold hands is when she saw, they saw Brooke out. And she, I was like, what kind of, what are (laughs) y'all? And then she ran off. Oh. They felt very much like friends who are like, I don't know if anybody's ever done a scenario younger, but like, hey, if we're both single at 35, let's just get together. <laughs> I felt like they were like, hey, we're both single, let's just get together. Yeah. But I think TV yeah. shows too, like back then, forced relationships that never should have happened. Cause like, I just finished watching Sister Sister before this. Why in the hell did they try to put Lisa and Ray together? Lisa and Ray were like two opposite people. Mm-hmm. Like, cause Lisa, they were in the house. Yeah. It, cause it, they were in the house. In the house. And I feel like there is some sort of like parallel to like what we see on TV and then what folks do in real life. Because whenever like I'm watching a show, especially if it's an older show and I see a black person on the show and then there is another black person, if it's like a predominantly white show, I know they're going to put these two black folks together. There is no reason. (laughs) Like I, I think about even like Grey's Anatomy when 
you go back and like you had a uh, uh what Miranda Bailey and then you brought on freaking uh uh, the dude that Joan, the first guy, Jason George from the first episode or whatever, her, her ex, and they just happen to just throw them together because it's like, what, I guess Chief Weber's too old to be with Miranda? Like, they just always put the two obvious black people together. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if there are friends on a show, they would always make the friends end up dating at some point. Like every TV show always did that. Exactly. Oh, and Hakeem was so ugly. Oh my gosh. That was so hard to watch. It was Stevie and Q. Everybody, the friends always. Oh, that is right. Every show. Yes. Every single TV show. That's probably realistic. Like I know quite a few friends who are, you know, have dated people that they were friends with. So that might be my husband just... And I, my husband and I were friends um, for years. I used to try to hook him up with my other friends. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I think I it's just realistic. Friends. I think it happens so frequently. I don't have any male friends, and I feel like that's probably why. Same. I mean, <laughs> not really. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think I have any straight friends. <laughs> oh, well, that's... Yeah, I don't have any straight yeah. male friends. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like... You always, I mean, yes, friends obviously can like date and, you know, their relationship can evolve. And we do see that from time to time. But I feel like on TV shows, especially back in the day, there were only so many like storylines that were unique to the shows. But there were always like several plots that would always happen on every single show you would watch for Mm -hmm. no reason. Like, why are you putting these two people together just because they're friends? But if y'all think about it, even the movies back then, like we have what Love yeah. and Basketball, they were friends. Was it Brown Sugar? They Brown were friends. Sugar. Yeah, good. like that was just the thing, you know. Yeah, That's very true. Mm-hmm. They always just had to Slap. try to make that happen. So I think growing up, yeah, I wanted William and uh, Joan to be together. Now I am so glad that relationship is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, gosh, yeah. How'd y'all feel about Joan and the older man? I can't remember his name right now. I can't believe he blew that. Because she I didn't like that. I did not like that at all. Was, I didn't like that. I didn't dislike it. I didn't like how she approached it. Like, mm-hmm. she said, I'm not Bi- Viagra. She's in his cabinet. She's like, <laughs> I'm just like, girl, just let this man be nice to you. you uh, you're always complaining. And you finally have a man who is established. He's nice to you. Y'all are having sex all the time before three months. Yes, before three months. <laughs> Viagra, I'm like, stop. She sabotages every relationship. She does. I like to. Was, was that, was she dating him the same time she was dating Wayne Brady? Like, who was she dating at the same time she was dating Wayne Brady? Because it was a, a baseball player or a football, uh, football player. Javon, she was dating Javon and Wayne Brady. That's right. Mm, and Wayne that's Brady right. read her for filth outside that party. Oh, he read her for Phil. Throw up all over her. He, I said, oh, he. Because that was the same episode. What the Porsche uh, rode down down the hill. Yeah, Yeah. that's why she couldn't make it. The what's her name's thing the next day, right? Like the custody battle. Mm -hmm. I think I haven't gotten there yet. I was so upset. Yeah, up in the bathroom, covered in throw up. Rain Brady saw her outside, drunk on the steps. Told her she's not even that cute. I was sad. I was a little sad about how hard she was to her, though. No, oh, she needed it. I, feel like, was, I was, like, I was yeah. like, man, he kind of was really harsh to her. He oh, I was not happy about that. 
I was really embarrassed for her because she went to this I was party. embarrassed for her too. She went to this party. Well, she kind of ditched her friend, so it was kind of karma. She ditched her friend to go to this mm-hmm. party. Got horribly drunk, alone, was stumbling around, covered in throw up. I'm like, she probably can never show her face to these kind of things again. Then your Porsche crashes. That episode was a lot. <laughs> I just it was a lot. How she showed up to the courthouse. I was like, bro, you are a lawyer. You know, like, well, yeah, not, well, yeah, not at that time. But it was like, why would you show up to the courthouse for your best friend, air quote, best friend's hearing in your green dress? Covered in throw up. Yes, covered in throw up. Like, your hair looks a mess, and you still had, like, hay in your hair. Like, I was just like, ugh. She had to still be drunk. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right. For her to be in the law profession, it she know better. Yeah. She does. Because yeah. I'm sure she had colleagues still there that probably knew her from when oh, she yeah. was a lawyer. Absolutely. Because that was only like, what, two two years after the fact? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she didn't really want to go. That's why. And it was like, what were you going to do? Like, you were going to go on stand and tell the court that Tony deserves Morgan dressed like that? Like, what? How did y'all feel about that custody battle in general? I hated it. It was a lot. But I mean, Tony was really bad at the beginning. Locking the baby in the house, disappearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. felt like they, I could see where they were trying to talk about like postpartum depression. I think they could. Yeah. yeah. I think they should have. I'm sorry, go ahead. Handle go ahead. it. No, they just should have handled it better. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of the same parallels with Insecure. Well, at least Insecure mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit, but I felt like in both instances, they should have went a lot deeper with mm-hmm. it is set it up and did it justice because so many women actually struggle from it and they make it seem like it's just you doing a little bit of weird stuff or you Definitely. acting different. It's like, no, this is a medical diagnosis. So let's yeah. get this a little bit deeper than just, you know, how we're doing it on the surface. I think Insecure did a better job than a lot of folks gave it credit for. Cause like, I don't know, even though like we didn't see um, Tiffany a whole bunch, of course, throughout the season, I felt like every time we did see her, I was like, oh, those signs are there. Like she is dealing with PPD. Like the fact Mm -hmm. that um, freaking what's her name? Oh, gosh. The one that everybody wants to always see more of who Natasha Rothwell. Um, Uh, Tiffany. No, Mm -mm. not Tiffany. The friend. Um, She's my favorite, and I cannot remember her name. I cannot think of her name right now. Oh. The show's been all too long. But y'all know who I'm talking about. Yes. yes. Kelly. 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 Yes. Yes. Kelly. Yes. Kelly. yes. <laughs> so, like, that one time we see them at the house when, like, everybody finally made it over to see the baby, Kelly was saying how, like, she's practically there all the time, like, helping out with the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Like, I could just tell that Tiffany wasn't like really bonding with the baby as much as like say her husband was and like Mm -hmm. she was kind of a little standoffish and like was too excited to be at the block party but part of me i was like okay well maybe this is just like her first time getting out being able to actually do something but then i don't know like when uh, her husband derek was like oh i'm gonna go back to the house she was like really excited to be like, nah, I'm just going to stay. And he's like, that was cool or whatever. So I felt like we could kind of see that a little bit better, but like, I, they didn't do a good job on girlfriends. I don't think. They like, didn't. Tony had problems with um, Morgan latching. They kind of like mentioned mm-hmm. that. They didn't really talk about that. Just like, 
the basic things, which back then, I don't know if it was as, they had like episodes where they would talk about like drugs or suicide, but I don't know if they were talking about like postpartum and stuff like that, the way yeah. now. To really get yeah, it. And maybe in society just wasn't talked about it. Right. Talked true. about it as much. And maybe, you know, some of the issues like breastfeeding might not have been as popular back then. I don't know as it is today. Some of the, the, the things true. just in the times have changed a little right. bit more. So maybe it just wasn't as popular or as talked about and all of that stuff. Right. That's true. Cause like when Tony because for the like a good part of Tony's pregnancy in the beginning, she did not want that baby. She was not that excited about being pregnant it was just for her she thought it was a band-aid for her relationship with todd and then when she fell down that those stairs i hate that scene so much when she fell down the stairs i was like i didn't think about my nails my shoes all i could think about was this baby i was like can i say how awful of a job they did with her stomach yes oh my gosh it was like between that and they had a they had a segment in time where tony's wigs those short yes. Oh, they were so bad. I'm like, yes. I got money. Why does her hair look like this all of a sudden? <laughs> yes. Like Maya's hair got better over time because Maya's wig that first season was like rough. Maya's hair evolved so nicely. But like Tony, when she got that little short wig, oh my gosh. And then like she went to situations and had like a cute little bop for a minute. And I was like, oh, okay, we can rock that. And next thing you know. She got on a, like a synthetic Barbie wig again, and I'm like, "Why did we?" Tony's <laughs> face looks like she was hiding from the police. The stomach looked like they just put pillows in there. It was yeah, yeah. Like, but at one point too, I was like, "You're saying she's five months, but she's not even really showing." So, are we supposed to just pretend that like Tony is like very skinny to the fact that like? she doesn't show until like she's basically eight months along but y'all could have done something to like yeah oh man um but one thing you never saw her in in any flats and like until at the very end true she stayed true to character mm-hmm. that's true they're all dressed up all the time like joan would have on louboutin heels like serving them breakfast Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I read- and then, and then like, when Lynn started wearing heels, I was like, oh, now I know something's changed. <laughs> right. Because right. season one, she was like goth with like oh, she was. Sandals, a whole bunch of black and stuff like boots. that. Yeah. Okay, don't do Birkenstocks, but like Joan was always wearing Birkenstocks. Okay, so I, I read something though where like the stylist for the show um tried to like they reached out to a whole bunch of luxury brands and Louboutin was like basically the only one that was like that would work with them so that's why Joan was or pretty much well Joan and Tony were always um in Louboutins because yeah because no one else would work with them um and I was like well that makes sense I guess a lawyer of her stature and all that should not just be like in some Jessica Simpson heels, I guess. I don't even know if Jessica Simpson was out back then. <laughs> no, she was the same age as us. She was like 14. Right. Okay, well, maybe Steve Madden, like, you know, I'm Steve saying. Steve Madden. You know, Nine West, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, y'all got anything else? I think that's all the weddings, right? 
Uh, yeah, I think we talked yeah. about engagements and all the weddings because there were. Did we talk about how Brock weddings. proposed to? Did we talk about how Brock proposed to Joan? No. We didn't. There yet. We did. You know, we didn't talk about how Maya crashed Darnell's wedding. <gasps> oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah. That was the whole thing. They got married in Vegas. Yeah, that's um, right. That was a mess. And they I hate that they we never saw Lena again. Like, what happened with that? He left the church and that was it. We just never that saw was I mean, it. Like, yeah. I'm like, they all ran out to the parking lot, but I'm like, what did they do after that? Like he gonna get I would have right. wanted like a back and forth, you know. And chances yeah. are they he knew they knew where like he yeah, they knew where this nigga was or but you by know, the time you get to the church, you usually or possibly have like done your marriage license or something. I just felt like they ended it and we kind of never saw it again. But I'm like, but what else? He just ran out the church and that was that. Yeah. Anything else again or hear about it again, even. Let's just say all of them in the same neighborhood at one point. And yeah, so I was like, that felt weird. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Especially being in LA. Like, LA is so big. Yeah. And you know? Yeah. Surprised we didn't see more of their struggles of dating in LA since unless this is a new thing because I keep hearing about how like hard it is for black women to date in LA I feel like maybe if the show came out like now it might have focused on that but then again mm-hmm. insecure doesn't like they say black women dating in LA sucks so bad so it seemed like it sucked on girlfriends I was gonna say it seemed like it sucked, <laughs> but I mean they all like <laughs> regularly. You saw like a good amount of guys kind of come through. Like you were saying at one point, Candace, like every two episodes is a new guy. Yeah, now, like this guy's gonna put you on ecstasy. This guy's a sex addict. This is <laughs> this was eighty. Now that one dude that Lynn dated towards the end, uh, that baby love dude, that dude was ugly. <laughs> that like situation, Finn, the British guy, Finn. Yes, oh my yes. gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, he was so ugly. And he was oh trash. My gosh. She was weird. Just right. and that was weird. That was, was just weird. a situation. And I don't know how or why Lynn actually, for Lynn to have been so like independent and not really like that pressed about a dude the whole time, I don't know what it was about was him. It? Yeah. Well, and then she ended up marrying the white lady. That's right. That's Only a- just. Oh, Lord. That's a lot. Maybe towards the end, maybe towards the end, she, she was, yeah. And maybe, okay, was the game on at that time? So, like, maybe she was focusing too much attention over there. Yeah, season six, they did an episode called The Game where Melanie is there and we meet Tasha Mm -hmm. and we find out Melanie's uh, Joan's cousin. And that's how they get the spinoff. That's right. So maybe girlfriend's getting leftover plots? Mm -hmm. Probably. Possibly. But I also didn't, I mean, I understood why they introduced the game that way, but I didn't care too much that, like, we only focus on the game and, like, we only saw Joan in the very beginning of the episode. And then, It's called a backdoor pilot. So, like, I, it... I mean, I get that, yeah. but... Skip the whole episode. But I was yeah, because it's not... A, it's, it's really not episode of Girlfriends. Yeah. No. Or an episode of the game for that. It, it was, like, the for them to pitch yeah. the game. Yeah. yeah. That was different. Yeah, because yeah, Kelly wasn't the same in Derwin. Kelly was, was Kelly was terrible. Derwin, Derwin was Lynn's yeah. brother. That's yeah, what I'm so confused about. But they did a couple things like that where it's like they switched Darnell because it was Flex at first. 
Oh yes. 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 Very end, they switched. Um, Lord, I was about to call Jabari. Him. I was about to say Jumanji. <laughs> they switched <laughs> Jabari. They switched him. Like we weren't gonna notice. Right. Yeah. I get. Uh, yeah, Bless was not good as Darnell either. I was glad they switched. He him. was not. No, yeah, yeah, I'm so yeah. Happy they switched. He wouldn't have cared. His name did a great job as Darnell. He did. Black Darnell. She cheated. Wouldn't have worked for me. Yeah. No. Not at all. Darnell's evolution as a guy wasn't bad because I kind of hated Darnell in the beginning. Like mm -hmm. he was very misogynistic. He reminded me of Marcel from Loving a Marriage Huntsville. <laughs> like he was, he was very much like a man does this and a woman does this. Like, yeah, he didn't really see like, I don't know. I kind of hated him. And then I guess over time, I loved he became better. Huh? I loved him by the end. I loved him in Williams' yeah. friendship. Yeah, I was just I yeah. Him that whole scenario. So yeah, I did like that. Yeah. yeah. He he earned his I guess show glow up. Yeah. His, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. I think we covered everything. That was a good little rundown. Mm-hmm. A fantastic show. Twenty years later, that show is still like killing it. It is a fantastic mm -hmm. Like, I think when, like, moving forward after I watch it again, it's probably going to be the show where, like, if I don't really feel like starting a new show, but I just want to have something to watch, mm -hmm. I'll probably just pull up, like, an old episode and just kind of, like... Same here. Yeah. And I'm glad these actors are, these actresses are getting paid for all these reboots, too, so... Yes. Hello. And mm -hmm. Mara Brock Akil got a Netflix deal now, so hopefully that, yeah. we could get, like, a finale or a movie or I'm something. I they did that. Yeah, me too. A movie would be good. Okay, if they did a movie to wrap up the show, how would you want it to end? I like Joan with Richard T. Jones. Brock I'm okay with that. That's not um, Brock, babe. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just calling out Dark Skin Ball. Aaron. I know, right? <laughs> 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 Brock was Malik Yoba. Oh, no. Um, yeah, as long as she's with Richard T. Jones, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Okay. I think I would actually want to see Joan get married. Like, walk down the oh, aisle. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. see Tony come back even though their relationship was toxic i do want to see tony and morgan and yeah you know, no, I, I want to see, to see maya <laughs> yes yes i want to see maya as well um i feel like her glow up could be exponential yeah. like oh, she yeah. was constantly leveling up so i want to see her and her evolution as a character yeah i, I want to see joe married why she because i've been waiting want, for this this whole time I don't, think, I don't know if i would like it because i feel like she's been searching for validation via marriage so mm -hmm. i feel like making her get married be her climax would almost be like this is the most important thing you know what i mean mm. I, just give it to her just give her the husband Let us her be like well what if she found herself like that yeah. could be her actual validation could be her have. finding herself i want her to be know? almost like samantha in sex in the city where she was like being with him actually isn't my identity i'm so worried about him in this like being with him and being married mm. that it's taking over me yeah. i want to be like all this what i was chasing this whole time marriage actually isn't what i wanted and this isn't work or something like that. I don't know. My feelings would be hurt if she was not married. Like that was her mm -hmm. whole thing. 
Like mm-hmm. I, 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 my feelings would be hurt if they didn't let her. They have to spin it though. I don't want it to just. Yeah. Be- yeah. Sex in the City got two movies, so we at least deserve one because we don't have a finale. And I need Agreed. answers. Agreed. That Let's is come true. Come back from Afghanistan. I need answers. Oh this my gosh, I, I struggle with this because I feel like you too, Candace. Like. I want Joan to just be happy with herself. Like, I don't want her mm-hmm. to find happiness through marriage. I want her to just be happy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know if I want her to ultimately end up with Aaron. Like, Aaron was a good dude and all that. But I kind of feel like the show probably knew it was towards the end. So they're like, let's Maybe just give them, Joan give somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's give her somebody. Let's get them married. And then maybe he was working on why did I get married? So that's why he went to Afghanistan. So let's just have that happen. I think if they did a movie though, I do want to see Tony and um, Joan makeup just because sake of, um, I guess they have to, I kind of want her to like not be with anyone. And then if she has to end up with anyone is Davis. (laughs) Oh, you know what though? I would want her to get married. If she got married, I'd want it to be again because I feel like these shows are side by side. Sex in the City, I'd want it to be like she figures out like it's really not about this wedding and marriage, and they just go to the courthouse. Like, yeah, a little, she's like, let's just get married. Like her and David, no! because I feel like Carrie was the same way. Carrie was obsessed yeah. with the wedding, and she's like, I have to do this big wedding. It's about yeah. the dress. It's about this, and then she ended up being happy when they just went to the courthouse. Joan having an actual wedding is gonna be a mess. I don't want to watch that. Bring the <laughs> mess, like that is that is. I need the mess. But that's Joan. Like <laughs> that's that is her. Give me the mess, and I just I need. Her, I don't know why that. I need her to be in a gorgeous gown, perfectly mermaid, because she's got the shape for it. Got the walk shape. Into, the mess can ensue like right before at the bridal shower at the oh, reception to show up to the wedding. Say it again. You want our exes to show up to the wedding because it's a lot of. You- that may work. You know that's going to happen. Work. That may be okay. But like, I, feel- I just need her to have, I don't know why, like, I get so into, like, the characters and what they really want. Like, I just need her to have that moment. Like, she chased it all those seasons. Like, just give it to her. We can't have the moment in court. No, know. we need oh. the ceremony. This ain't COVID. No. She married in the house like everybody else did. She get married in the house like everybody else did. But, like, what if she, okay, what if she does, like, just go to the courthouse, but she has the bachelorette, she has all the other stuff that we didn't see Tony get. Like, mm. what if she gets the bridal shower and, like, that's where it could be all this extra and all this. I little oh, Ashley, no. the little girl that was watching the show, like she she give me a happy ending. Let her just give it to her. I mean, the problem can happy. She can be happy. I get it. And she would be fifty. You know, she would be older. True. So don't you know, she done been through a lot by the time fifty. They don't you have know to let saying? her be fifty. She could be the same age. Like <laughs> I just needed to flow something happy for the black woman. Give her what she want. It don't have to be any drama, no struggle, love. I ain't got to have twenty thousand grays in my head to get married. Just give me the give me the the, the fairy tale. And no struggle, love. He already went through the struggle, love. We can't. He already that. did that. Yeah, he gotta be like. Come. He gotta be fantastic. I, you know, if she gets someone, it needs to be like 
It should be a dating. Barack Obama type of man. Or, or let her have like fertility issues. Like touch on that, but just give me the yeah. wig. Wait a like, minute now. You want to give her a marriage, but she's <laughs> she <laughs> cannot happily <laughs> ever have a I'm gonna say actually, I, that's the one I thing that she have, wants as well. Let her go to the fertility. But what I'm saying is, she can get that, but let her. She can struggle a little with that, and then it'll hit you know the women who have those issues too. Yeah, that's true. I need her to have. She got. She has to have the wedding. You should be pregnant at the courthouse. She can find out she's pregnant, but you know that is not going to happen. Yeah, she ain't going to be showing if she's pregnant. Don't let her show, but let her find out. Like, I mean, let it be storybook. Oh, I got pregnant on my honeymoon, or Uh you know, and then maybe have a miscarriage and then have to go through the fertility. I mean, struggle there. The trade off for a wedding. She's really like for the wedding. Struggle somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. I think the hardest part about, like, if they do this is, okay, one, is it going to be a miniseries route or is it going to be a movie route to wrap it up? And because, like, that show, even though, granted, it aged really well, like, that was 2008. And so much, like, how we think of ourselves as women and how, like, society has evolved in that time frame I don't think the finale or the ending that Mara had back in 2008 will hold up now because there's going to be stuff that's like, oh, mm, but we know like all of these women are like in their late 40s or early 50s. So. And then like, we all grow if, up. Too. Like if we you see know? Joan yeah. now, I feel like Joan has to already have kids if she was going to have them, or, which could tie it back to Lynn. Adopting is fine. She can adopt after the ceremony. Okay. But wasn't Maya going to adopt at one point? Like, I haven't reached yeah. that episode. I think- but, like, I'm at the part where she's pregnant. Or like, she just found out that she's pregnant. She just told Darnell. Because they the have episode. fertility and, issues. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think you're right, though, Ashley. Like, it's going to have to... It's going to have to mature with the audience because all of yeah, us are going to yeah. yeah. But I think that's fine. Like, Sex in the City, they were 50. Samantha was 50 and found out she had breast cancer. Yeah, I think you can make True. it. True, yeah. make sense. But then it's sort of blackish that they did a little appearance on. Yeah, yes. yeah, they oh, did. Yeah. We've seen mm-hmm. that they all come back together again, and yeah. even William was at the end of that episode. So we've seen mm-hmm. that yeah. before. So William got big. He's huge. That's, I'm trying to tell y'all he did two or three. I'm trying to <laughs> there. Erica is seeing stuff I think, on the two. Or three. I think after Girlfriends ended, <laughs> William probably didn't find work and probably. He was too typecast. We'd seen him as William. Yeah. You can't come on as anything. You can't be somebody's love interest. I'm like, William? Most of them really haven't done anything since. I mean. Except Joan. Except Tracy. Yeah. Oh, and what's her name is on, um, she's like on black, like UMC um, type of show. Jill Marie. Jill Marie. Oh, and yeah. she's about to be on some, she got something that's about to like come up, but the rest of them aren't really. She good? We don't see time? them like that. Like, is it? Because even a blackish, I look at Trey. I mean, that's Joan. I, that's just that's Joan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, when I watch blackish, I definitely see Joan. I mean, even in moments where, like, they're having Rainbow do a certain thing, I'm like, that's Joan. Tracy's like, that's Joan. a Joan reaction. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched the. She's on a show called Monogamy, but she's also about to be on a new show. And I haven't seen Monogamy yet. Um, but she's the only other one I know that gets somewhat consistent work. And I think Persia was on like Vampire Diaries or something, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm too old for that. Um I don't know. 
hopefully whatever they end up doing or she ends up writing will satisfy us all because we've waited so long for this. I don't think yet at this point. If Candace can win and we don't get a wedding, I'm going to have a problem. <laughs> I would take what I can get. If they give me anything, I'll take it. I was happy. I, when I saw them on Blackish, I was excited. Yeah, I was. Yeah, great. And that didn't need to. It wasn't. It was so random. They were literally just, put, they just put them on the show just to put them on the show. They just wanted the nostalgic. Yeah, they just wanted the um, nostalgic element of it all. And it worked. It worked because I watched it. And I, I watched like, it too. 2020 has been rough on us, but giving us back these shows, it's been it's been pretty good. That is yes. very true. Parker's mm-hmm. comes back October 1st, even though I've been watching on YouTube anyway. Yes. I can't wait sister. to watch her. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't wait it's to watch kinda, all of this. The game. Oh. Yes. It just kind of gives you an escape. It reminds you of back then. You didn't have any problems. There were no issues. You know, life was just easy. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, life was easy. That is true. And it's I hard like to have shows like that now. We don't. Um, like they don't no. have a girlfriends or a like kind of show like that. All Mm-mm. of all of that's probably close to like these reality shows, and they got a lot of drama. Mm-mm. I mean, we yeah, had like one sisters. We did have a oh, I we, had one we did black have a lot of black shows. All the my wife and kids we had, we had a lot half of and half. Mm-hmm. I remember Everybody my brother hates and me. Yeah, I remember yes. that. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they don't have any of those. They have Instagram. That's right, <laughs> and TikTok. I thought they got banned. No, uh, no. They, they got, somebody, it, it's supposed Oracle. to get banned on su- this Sunday. They moved it. Oh, they they had a um a purchaser. Walmart. I mean, and Walmart. Oracle. Yeah. Oh, okay. I heard about Oracle. I didn't know about Walmart. Yeah, so it, it's, it's all a, it's all a Trump game at this point. Lord, I gotta go talking about that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go find food. So this was great, guys. Yes, Thank you so, so much, much for talking with us about girlfriends. We Tania and I have been talking a while about wanting to do more episodes on like the relationships and, and weddings and all that stuff we've seen in like classic movies and things like that. So feel you know don't be surprised if i shoot you another email and it's like hey y'all want to come back to talk about love and basketball oh that's <laughs> not me you want to talk Listen. about uh, love jones all of oh, those love movies, love jones. All of those movies. <laughs> i'm here my favorite movie i have a confession uh, yes you, you've never seen it uh-uh. you've never seen candace. love jones candace candace what's your address i'm gonna send you the dvds <laughs> you like, guys are watching y'all do an episode but i i like organized crime i like drug movies i like pay that's full. i like oh, i'm not a big on love jones was the yes love jones is everything there's so many movies i have i haven't seen any romantic black movie i probably i'm probably like watching poetic justice Oh, and um, I saw girl. that in college. I, I saw but that. But you didn't, you did so you serious? Have you seen The Wood? Oh, no, The Wood is, but that has comedy in it too. Boomerang. Yes. I've seen Boomerang. I have Brown I've Sugar. Seen I've seen Brown Sugar. Okay. Did you not that bad. Like, you saw, did you play that game, The Brothers? The Brothers, yeah. Yeah. Those have like comedy, those feel like more like romantic comedies. Yeah, because Love Jones is not a comedy yeah, at all. Just, you gotta, you gotta uh, make me laugh or you gotta have It's pride. so good. I literally have his, like, his poem, like, on my phone right now. Yes. Like, the, the song. There like, is the, love, huh? Yes. yes. Girl, you better watch that movie. Now, New Jack City or something, then we can talk. Like, give New me some Jack City time, was good too. Give me some drugs. Give me some murder. 
But it okay. had some, I mean, somebody in there probably smoked weed, so it had drugs in oh. it. They did, they uh, did. Uh, <laughs> I want a kingpin. I need it to be like a thriller or comedy. Okay. No what no. about what about like a different world though, or like the other black shows like now Living I, Single? Now I have oh, a different world on DVD. Living okay. Single on Hulu. I watched the whole thing. Same. A different but world. Do you see, yeah. But do you see how like Living Single, not Living Single, um, a different world? They gave us Whitley and um, yeah, they gave us like, like they let them get like even though the and they should have crazy, not they ever gotten that. together. What? That is that my personal opinion. What? Dwayne well, and Whitley should have never been uh-uh, together. In no, my that's blasphemy. Okay, yeah, no, that's yes, yes. I'm, yeah, that's, that's a whole that. other episode. We'll talk about that a whole other day. But yeah, that I feel like. Um, so moving forward, okay, y'all are the automatic go tos. <laughs> Actually, for... up my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about these things. Just let them be. That wedding episode was the oh, best. It was, it was the it. best. My fiance hates that episode <gasps> so Why? much because he's like, no, not that episode. The we talking about Byron and Whitley. Yes, that, when they were supposed it. to get married and Whit and, and he blessed because he's like. Baby, baby, where were, where were his grooms in? Why did they let him walk that far into the wedding? Why did they not stop this dude at the door? Listen, destiny. That was that's, and this is why I need Destiny for Jones stuff like this. They gave it to Whitley, give it. To Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, next time we have a little uh, a little watch episode, y'all know y'all are going to be our go tos. This going to be the recurring theme. We gonna that, have to fight about that one, Ashley. That's yeah. fine. We'll do that I on another that. episode. I never knew that about you, Ashley. And Tania, yes. Look at Tania, she's like, yeah, I, I love you Because I, I rewatched it a few years. I, I rewatched it a few years ago when it was on what either Hulu, Netflix, Netflix. whatever. And yeah, was I was like, no, they should have okay. never been together. So this is Ashley. Put it on your IG. You can find a little clip and put it out and do a poll and ask people, is it should they have been together or not? And I bet you most people are gonna be like, yes, yes, of course and they, they are. But time they grew into it. Mm-hmm. But the only reason I don't like them together is because I feel like they really didn't want him to, like, he was in love with freaking, um... Don't you mention that, uh, that Jesse, uh, uh no. <laughs> no? No, 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 not her. No, not, 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 that, what, is her, what is Whitney call that girl? Kanichiwa? Yes. Kaki, Kiki Jabari. Yeah, it really was. Because I don't even know that girl's name. I oh, know. my God. Kiku. Kiku, Kiku, yes. Kiku. 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 Yes. Whatever. Come on, Patty LaBelle was on the show. Like, yeah. Patty was good with them pies. Uh. This okay. is gonna be a fun conversation. So yes, yes, so yeah, yeah. We'll do this another time, guys. Okay. But uh, thank you so much for joining. Thank us. y'all for letting me pop in late. Thank you. No, I'm you're good. You I have good. to tell you about the conversation later. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all for this last minute um, hop on. We'll do this again. Yes. Y'all stay blessed and black and uh.
safe and all that and have a great night. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.